Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, got to go get, uh, got to so, go see Dr. Goodwin tomorrow. Get my eye checked out again. This will be the second time. Not sure what they're going to do tomorrow. But boy, this is an aggravating thing, man. We had some floaters come back today. Yep, there they are floating all around my eyeball. So. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Welcome back to the program. Uh, I will not be here tomorrow because I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to do surgery. I don't know if they're going to give me an injection. I don't know if they're going to uh, make me wear a patch. I don't know if they're going to do laser something tomorrow, but I'm going to be taking the day off just in case. Because uh, this is not fun, man. It really isn't fun. And and you know when Doctor Lee said, and, he, and I told you this last night. He was uh, he was and he used the word. He said he said ocular stroke, and I just shut down right at that moment. I didn't hear a word he said, but I noticed he was talking to my wife because <laughs> you know she was paying attention. I was like, what did he just say? So anyway, we'll find out. We got that appointment coming up 730 uh, tomorrow morning. All right. Um, over in Europe, they're really protesting. The farmers are protesting all over the place because we've got the European Union and it's, it's, it's happening here as well because of all of these Green New Deal initiatives, all of this greeny-weeny ideology, they're literally trying to shut farmers out of business. They're trying to shut their farms down. I believe it was it in Norway. I think I'm right. In Norway, the Dutch government said, and this is just for small farms, that the government was going to buy these small farms. And if you did not sell your farm to the government, they were going to come in with their version of eminent domain and they were going to seize your farms. That's a scary proposition. 
And the whole thing that is this is revolving around is because they want all the power, they want all the food to be controlled by corporate farming. The big corporate farms. Those are the ones that those are going to be the only suppliers of food around the planet. And we're even seeing this now. I mean, every regulation that they pass, every single one of them, hurts small private farms. And what they want to do is they want, they want to make it so unbelievably expensive to own a private farm that you're going to have to sell. Maybe you got 100 acres, 200 acres. You grow soybean, you grow wheat, you grow corn, you grow alfalfa. They want to make it so expensive that you're going to have to get out of farming. They're tr literally trying to drive private individuals out of the farming industry globally. This is a directive that is coming from the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari. And it's coming from John Kerry. And it's coming from Greta Thunberg. And it's coming from all of these people who say farming is the number one cause, the number one cause of greenhouse gas emissions. What they don't ever tell you is also probably a very big reason that we've got so much oxygen on the planet. So they want to get rid of nitrogen fertilizer. They want to make it harder to grow crops. Now, none of these regulations are really going to affect all that much. Now, it's going to increase your price of food. It's going to increase your price of food. But they want the corporate farms to be in power because the corporate farms are going to answer to them because we can't, we can't have a bunch of people out there Growing food? Who are these people? Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. You've got to be, you've got to be certified by the World Economic Forum. You've got to be certified by the USDA. Remember the USDA had, had a thing last summer. It was, like, it was like, hey, do you have a farm? Sign up for our newsletter. Let us know where your farm is. Let us know where your garden is. We'd love to send you helpful tips on how to be more successful. That wasn't, I mean, that was what they put out to the public. But what they really wanted to know was how many people were out there doing their own, growing their own food. Food that you can trust, food that you know what's going into that soil, food that you picked with your own hands. They don't want you to be able to do that. This, this could be, of all the hideous plots that are going on around the world right now, this could be one of the most hideous. Because they're trying to, like I said, they're trying to drive farmers out of business. They're trying to make sure that corporate farms who go along with their rules and regulations are really the ones that are producing. We're going to, it's going to come a day. It's going to come a day when we're only going to have about five. I mean, right now, 90%, when you go to the store, 90% of everything you buy is manufactured by 10 companies. Uh, let that sink in for a minute. 10 big food corporations. It's either 8 or 10. But they 
put out 90% of the foodstuffs on your grocer shelves. That should scare you because those people have lobbyists. And we know that Washington, we know that Columbia, we know that Greenville County, we know that the city of Greenville, all the, all the other counties, Spartanburg, Anderson, all of the, they listen to lobbyists more than they listen to the people. And if they've got control of the food, that means they control the food. And they control who ultimately will get the food. Remember, Yuval Harari called a lot of us, a lot of us, unnecessary eaters. See, they tell you what they're going to do every single time. They tell you what they're going to do before they even do it. Unnecessary eaters. So when they get control of all the big corporate farms and everybody is bowing and scraping to the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, they, the elite, will decide who is a necessary eater. That's why I'm a populist. I'm a big populist. Because I do believe that there is an elite class on this planet. And you will not be able to convince me elsewise. It's the Charlie James Show. We'll be right back. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So Hunter Biden testified before congressional investigators today. And he said that he never involved, now listen to this, because this is, listen, they have been having their lawyers go over his opening statement with a fine-tooth comb. Dearly loved Rush Limbaugh. He used to say, words mean things. Words mean things. Every single word that Hunter Biden gave today in that opening statement before Congress, every word was on purpose. Every word. So Hunter Biden told congressional investigators today that he, he 
never involved Joe Biden in his business dealings. Understand that. He never involved Joe Biden in his business dealings. Now, Joe Biden had said originally that he was never involved in his son's business dealings. Now what Hunter Biden is saying, now understand the difference here, that he never involved Joe Biden in his business dealings. It doesn't mean that Joe Biden wasn't involved in the business dealings. It just means that Hunter, quote unquote, never involved Joe. Of course, you know, that wouldn't stop Joe from involving himself, right? Very carefully worded statement today. We're going to talk a lot more about that tomorrow because it's a lot to go through because apparently this is a pretty lengthy uh, discussion there between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. The guy that, <laughs> the guy that is now literally trying to say that crime is down here in the United States. Crime is down. Everything is great. Wonderful. Oh, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, crime is down. We all know that's not the truth. Just the same way we know that, you know, the economy is going wonderfully and immigration is under control. Now he's lying to you again, saying that hey, we don't have. See, this is gaslighting. They're, 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 they're amazing at it. They, they tried to come out a little while ago and tell you that, that the reason, this is no joke. They literally did this. They said, that the reason prices were up was not really because of inflation. It was because you're just getting higher quality products now. They literally try. I mean, oh, it is gaslighting like you would not believe. Crime is down. Where is crime down? Every major city, crime is up. In the suburbs, crime is up. Crime is up everywhere you turn. Because of Democrats, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, Democrats love crime, they love criminals. They love letting criminals get away, just like the guy that, that, that murdered Lake and Riley in Athens, Georgia. This was a guy that was in jail and he was released from New York without an ICE retainer because, hey, we're a sanctuary city, we can't do that. And he goes to another sanctuary city in Athens, Georgia. Did you know Athens was a sanctuary city? Absolutely, it is. 100%. And they've got a mayor there in, a in Athens who really should step down because he had a press conference today that was absolutely horrible. It was, it was disgusting. So listen to this. This is part of this press conference today with uh, Kelly Gertz, of the, 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 the mayor of Athens, Georgia. Listen to this. Here we go. City doesn't track with either of those. And so that term means different things to different people depending on the context. Now, he's talking about the term sanctuary city. City doesn't track with either of those. And so that term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Uh, we know what many, it means. many yeah, of the elements. Liar. Many of the elements. Liar. 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 We, liar. We're here to listen. Liar. You're a liar. We're here to listen. Liar. You're There'll be time a for liar. questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities 
We know what sanctuary are things that are disallowed by Georgia law. And we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law. Yes, you do. And no policies have been adopted Please by the mayor and commission that have created Lord sanctuary Lord. cities. He is such a wormy politician, isn't he? Absolute worm of a politician. And then he tried to blame Trump. I want to say that we center our work here in athens Clark County in people's humanity. And part of everybody's humanity is the expectation of human dignity. While 2019 was not that long ago, you might remember the dynamic we were living ah. in in the late teens in this country, where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign-born. And, and, oh, my God, this guy. Then he goes on to say, this has nothing to do with illegal immigration. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Oh, really? Not connected. I, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Because illegal immigrants, an illegal immigrant killed Lake and Riley. An illegal, from Venezuela. Another Venezuelan raped a 14-year-old girl. Another Honduran man stabbed and raped another person. I've spoken with dozens and dozens of angel moms across the United States. Dozens of them. Angel moms are mothers whose children were killed by illegal aliens, whether it be drunk driving, whether it be murder. They will tell you a different story, Kelly Gertz. They will tell you a much different story. And for, them, for this guy to stand up and lie to the people of Athens and Clark County, Georgia, he needs to be removed. This station reaches to, the, to, to, to Athens. Kelly Gertz needs to go. And the sooner the better. Do not reelect this man. Lake and Riley's blood is on the hands of Joe Biden. Her blood is on the hands of Alejandro Mayorkas. Her blood is on the hands of the judicial system in, in the state of New York. And now, Kelly Gertz, her blood is on your hands. What this man did to her, and that this hasn't been reported widely in the media. He beat this woman so badly that her skull was disfigured. That's how badly he beat Lake and Riley. This young girl who simply wanted to go to UGA and become a nursing student in order to help people was murdered by an illegal alien to the point of being disfigured. And you're going to sit up there and you're going you're gonna to cast dispersions on Donald Trump? You, sir, are a vile human being. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. 
Let's go to the carpro.com talk line, 800-905-0989. We'll talk to Doug in Greenville about Joe Biden. What do you think about old shuffling Joe? Well, first of all, I hope you have the very best of luck in your procedure tomorrow. Thank you. you. In a way, there was another talk show host, Mike Gallagher. I'm sure you yeah, have heard of him. I know Mike. But Mike, uh, Mike used to get tickle his audience by he's agonizing over his various ailments. And that's how you're not agonizing, but it, it is an unknown. So yeah. I want you. I want you to have the very best of luck. Well, now, I appreciate about Joe it. Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. I couldn't put this on social media, but Joe Biden could possibly be America's worst or best or greatest mass murderer, because by the time we get through with the people that have died on his watch or will have died on his watch because of the fentanyl. Yeah. And the, and the illegal aliens that what the harm they're going to do, and the people that have died for the injections from the COVID shots, he's going to have he's going to rack up quite a total. I know he's not going to say much about it, but anyway, is that something that I just thought about that? And he's killing a lot of people. Or he's he's, a, killing he's allowing all of this to happen. I mean, he he, he certainly bears some responsibility about this, Doug. Thank you so much for your call. Joseph is in Spartanburg, wants to talk about the misinformation in the news. Say it ain't so, Joseph. Charlie, there's been such a consistency uh, during this administration, and not that the others don't have some of that too, but from COVID forward and the aggression they had and all the rights that they uh, took away from us during COVID and even now, and then the misinformation where the FBI wanted to develop a committee to go after people who were talking about truth. That wasn't their perception of truth. But what's even worse, uh, Charlie, is that the news media's lack of integrity for yeah. covering truth and them, uh, even Fox, um, I hate to say it, even with your show sometimes, not yours personally, but the radio stations, and uh, information that they would only want to leak out Instead of just giving us the truth to decide by ourselves, they're coming forward continually with these lies, partial truths, and then selling a story that has nothing to do with what it started. Um, even when, you know, when Tara was bringing out some of that information at the beginning and the amount of people coming after her for just bringing out facts. So it's, it's a sad day that we can't even trust the news for basic news both locally and from Washington because of that misinformation and the hate they bring on the other side for people who start questioning them. Yeah. Oh, and Joseph, I've got a story about the media coming up in just a second that is going to set your head on fire. I appreciate your call, buddy. Thank you. Okay. This house bill that would set up a czar here in South Carolina. A lot of people have been, been asking if this is the first or the second reading. Tomorrow is the second reading of this bill. It's the second vote that's going to happen. Now, the Senate had their version of the bill that was passed. The House did not take up that version. They passed their own version of the bill. The first vote was today. The second vote is tomorrow. You need to contact your your representative and tell them to vote no on this bill. N-O, vote no on this bill tomorrow because this thing is absolutely hideous. It it really and truly is. It is one of those things that just, uh, here in South Carolina, you would think it would never happen. 
H4927. That's H4927. Call your representative. Is it too late to call? No, it's not too late to call. It's not too late to call. First thing tomorrow morning, not too late to call. Call them. If you don't know who your state representative is, now this is for the House only here in South Carolina. We're not talking about the people in, in, in Washington. We're talking about the folks in Columbia. Email them. Text them. If, 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 if you know their, their, their numbers, get in touch with them tonight and tomorrow. Tell them to vote no on H4927. The second vote is coming up tomorrow. If you don't know who your representative is, text SC Rep to 71307. That's SC Rep to 71307. This is important. This, the ramifications of this bill are going to be absolutely horrible. Get in touch with your House representative and tell them to vote no. Again, if you don't know who that is, it's, uh, the bill is H4927. 4927. Tell them to vote no. Vote no. And again, if you don't know who your representative is, the, um, there you go. Boom. Anyway, all right. So, uh, the media, getting back to Joseph's call, getting back to Joseph's call here. Um, you know who the media is now blaming for, um, Lake and Riley's death? You know who the media is blaming? Lake and Riley. The media is now blaming Lake and Riley, saying that she died because she fought back against an illegal immigrant attacker. New York Post, migrant charged with murdering Lake and Riley, likely panicked when she bought, uh, fought back. Likely panicked? Who the hell wouldn't likely panic if you're being attacked by somebody? This guy, Charlie Wartzel from The Atlantic, in one of his newsletters, published, shh, just let it happen. Why you should let people murder you if you are white. He actually posted that. They're trying to blame now Lake and Riley. Uh, because she fought back. New York Post. Absolutely shocked that they would print anything like that. So they're, they're, they're basically saying, if he let her rape her, well, she would, she would have survived. No, ladies, you need to fight back. I had a friend of mine that was in the FBI many years ago. We've lost contact for a long time. But he said he had one piece of advice. He said, make them kill you there. Never go with them. Fight back. Make them kill you right there. Because the last thing you want to do is let them drag you off somewhere. Unbelievable. The media is horrible in this country. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. You know what I like? I don't know if you guys like this. I love breakfast for dinner. Do you like breakfast for dinner? Oh, I think it's wonderful. Sometimes you have, you have some grits or you have some eggs and bacon. Oh, it's, it's really good. And it's really easy and, and all of that stuff. Well, there's now, because of the economy, because of the economy now, 
people are having to find ways to cut corners. And they're cutting corners in ways that you might not really have thought of. In fact, the CEO of Kellogg says, in order to save money, now it used to be you'd have breakfast for dinner. You know, oh, I love toast, toast, eggs, bacon, sausage. Sausage is my favorite. Get some grits going on there, a little buttered salt. Oh, it's so good. I make the best grits. It's because that's what you wanted. Now people are doing it because they need to save money. The CEO of Kellogg, uh, of Kellogg has some advice for you. Joining us exclusively today is W.K. Kellogg Company Chairman and CEO Gary Pilnick, having just presented at Cagney. Uh, Gary, it's great to have you. Uh, big piece in the journal today, just looking at the share of income going to food and sort of exploring the idea that it's hard to find eras in which food prices actually retrench and stay down. Um, talk about what you said today at Cagney. Well, Carl, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. When we think about our consumer under pressure, there's things that we could do, but most importantly, what this category could do. The cereal category has always been quite affordable, and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. So some of the things that we're doing is first messaging. We've got to reach the consumer where they are. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner. If you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. The other place, but but but, but, but that this is the Biden economy that we're living in, and he's right. Kellogg's is jumping on the bandwagon here. When I say cereal, you say dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Chicken. You can uh, have the night off, chicken. Oh, okay, I'll go marinate. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. And and what are they having? Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, Frosted Mini Wheats. Oh, doesn't that's what you want to do? Get the kids all sugared up, and then send them off to bed as a way to. <sighs> we shouldn't even be having this conversation. Food should be affordable, but it's not. Food is now taking up more of our so-called disposable income. I didn't know, I didn't know your, your, your food was part of disposable income. I thought that was a necessity. I thought that was part of your, I mean, you got to eat every day. Look at these kids. Who do they think they are? Eating every day. Eating every day. Three times a day. What is the matter with you? What is the matter with you? So... There you go. They want you to eat cereal. All right. So now we are finding out that the bill, the health SAR bill, has passed the House of Representatives here in South Carolina. So therefore, it is going to the Senate. Now you need to contact your state senator and tell them to vote no. I'm, I'm starting to really lose confidence in our ability to defeat this hideous, horrible bill. But I will say this. I will say this. We're going to find out, and I've got your names, every single person that voted for this bill in the House of Representatives. What you have done is you have stabbed the people of South Carolina in the back. You have put us under more authoritarian control. You have put an, an unelected bureaucrat over the sheriffs of this, count, of, of this county, every single one of them, 
all of our counties here in South Carolina, you have given this unelected bureaucrat, whoever this person is, unbelievable control and power. You act like you, 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 you didn't experience the way we experienced the whole COVID thing. You have done a huge disservice to the people of this state. You need to be replaced. Shame on every single one of you for doing it. Shame on, shame on you guys for even thinking of this. For even thinking of it. Now, there is a Senate bill that's going to have to go through the process. It's a huge bill from what we're hearing. That bill may not go anywhere. That S-915, I believe it is. So call your state senators tonight. Call them tomorrow. Tell them to vote no. To vote no on, the, on this House bill that will set up the health care czar. And don't act them like, they act like, oh, what's a health care czar? I've never heard that. They know exactly what you're talking about. They know. And tell them, this is, this is unacceptable. This is putting another layer of bureau. So what they did is they, 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 uh, they broke up DHEC. They did away with DHEC. And all these little departments that were under DHEC, they kind of like, you know, they were out there on their own. So now these geniuses, these geniuses have decided to put all of them under not a committee or a commission, but under one person. The bill is H4927. Tell your state senator to vote no. On H4927, you need to do this today. You need to do this tomorrow. Do it until the show tomorrow afternoon. I'm not going to be here tomorrow afternoon, but I still need for you to do this. Please do this. This is not good for South Carolina. It's not good for you. It's not good for your family. It's just going to bring back. It's going to ultimately usher in this treaty from the World Health Organization right here in South Carolina. It's going to give us our very own Dr. Fauci. Okay? Again, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm, I'm having a, uh, hopefully something's going to be done about this eye tomorrow. And uh, we get rid of uh, the fact that I'm looking through a really dirty window in my left eye. Uh, going to go see Dr. Goodwin tomorrow and. Hopefully, everything will be cleared up. But I'm counting on you while I'm away. Heidi uh, Harris is going to be in tomorrow afternoon uh, for us. And, uh, but I'm counting on you guys to get this done. Please call your state senator. Doesn't matter. I don't care if you think they're not going to listen to you or whatever. Call them. If we call them, they need to listen. Charlie, 4927 or 915. Right now, we're looking at 4927, the bill that is leaving the House, going to the Senate. Tell them to vote no on this bill. Okay? There you go. Uh, Charlie, this was supposed to give me a list of either state reps or let me know who my state rep is. Text SC Rep to 71307. That's SC Rep to 71307. It will bring you a link. You'll put in your address. It will tell you all of your representatives from Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham, Timmons, Norman, Duncan. And then below that is going to have your state representatives. That's where you want to go. Find your state senator. Click on their name. It'll take you to their page. It'll have their email address. It will have their phone numbers. Call them. Let them know. All right, folks, I'll say a little prayer for me tomorrow as I undergo whatever I'm undergoing with my eye. I'll see you back here on Friday 
As always, we love you. God bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.